Hi, Pitt. So, um, firstly, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us. Uh, thank you so much for the invitation. I'm back again with you. Indeed, indeed. Now, we spoke um, nearly a year ago about Leroy Zane's potential transfer to City. I wanted to begin by asking you how you feel he's developed uh, this season. About Sané, yes. Um, I didn't expect that. I thought that he would need some more time to um, yeah, to feel comfortable with the situation and the pressure in the Premier League. And in Germany, we were really surprised about him. He made a great development um, with uh, Pep Guardiola. Now he's playing each game, as I can see that, and uh, on the on the left side of your attacking field, um, yeah, he's he's a powerful guy, and we celebrate every goal he scores for uh, Man City. So <laughs> excellent, we're quite proud of him. You can say that because he's a kid of uh, Western Germany, that means Northern Westphalia, and the guys on Schalke still thinks he's a, a son of this region. So he, they, they're quite proud of him. Wonderful. Um, just in terms of what you're seeing from him, are you surprised in terms of his level, his technical level, but also the the kind of the dealing with the physicality of the Premier League and imposing himself on big games, for example, like the both the Arsenal games that he's played in? He seems c- completely without any fear. Are you surprised at this kind of the level that he's showing, basically. No, I'm not surprised about this because his father played in the German Bundesliga and I guess he gave him uh, a lot of advice how to behave and how to learn and how to improve these skills. From the technical side, um, he's a, a product of this great youth program Germany started uh, about 15 years ago. Yeah. And um, a new generation um, comes up in, in, in Germany, and he's one of the toughest guys there. And um, he had this—he made this experience at the European Championship, um, training with the German um, players. He just had one one game in, in France, but um, he he learned so fast and so uh, so quickly that uh, his development cannot surprise uh, normally. It surprised me because I thought he, need, uh, he needed one more year to uh, get to know this this speed and this pressure and the strength in the Premier League. So, um, yeah, he's a great player now and uh, I think um, Manchester City did a great deal with him. Absolutely. I think even now, if you look at the price that we paid 12 months ago, I remember we spoke about it 12 months ago and and it was it felt like a lot of money for a player at his age, whereas now you probably look at that fee even and go, wow, for the quality he has, that looks like a pretty good deal. And the crucial point for him was his friendship with uh, Sterling, who played his role on the other side of the field. Yes. And these two guys are big friends now and they uh, support each other and you can see the result on the field that these guys are... Um, a crucial weapon for Manchester City to get better and better in the Premier League. And what I see that uh, um, Manchester City will attack to uh, to get a place in the in the Champions League. So 
I think it's a great development and Manchester City is doing quite well now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so look, the reason that we've invited you back on was because obviously with as we approach the, 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 final, the final quarter of the Premier League season, uh, we begin to look forward into the summer transfer market and potentially what could happen. It feels like it's going to be another big summer of, of change at City. Um, so what I wanted to do was talk to you about the German marketplace and, and City's kind of place within it and maybe some players that we might be looking at. Um, the first one I wanted to ask you about was uh, Benjamin Henricks. Uh, now, I've read a lot of rumours, different things about City being interested, how far developed that interest is. Um, what's your thoughts on, on, on Henricks to City? Okay, um, so I, I don't know the, the specific uh, status of uh, negotiations between Manchester City and Henrys, but I can explain the context of this deal. Yeah. The crucial transfer, the crucial um, thing in Germany is the retirement of Philipp Lahm at Bayern Munich. Yeah. His, um, there's a lack on the right-hand side of, of the Bayern Munich um, uh Team, and so Bayern Munich must replace replace uh, Philip Lahm, and they have of course Yajua Kimmich, who played for the on the right side um, uh, for the German team during the European Championship, but um, he would feel more comfortable um, in the midfield. So Bayern Munich needs someone on the right side. And Benjamin Henrys is said to be this guy to play there. Bayern Munich already bought Rudy from Hoffenheim, yeah. but they need some players they can test and can check out. Are they ready to play on this position uh, in the Champions League? And Henrys is one of these young guys, also one of this new generation of German players who can learn at Bayern Munich to do the next step. Yeah. In the moment he plays for Bayer Leverkusen, Bayer Leverkusen in a crisis, so you cannot see, is he on this top level, uh, Bayer Leverkusen just have to just, uh, has to just survive now in the Bundesliga, and so you cannot see what are the, the top skills of this player, but Bayern Munich are definitely interested in this guy, and in Germany it would be the right step for him to go to Bayern Munich. The problem for Bayern Munich is that Pep Guardiola knows this German market quite well. He knows all these young players because he talked about his former management about these players. So now he can pick up these guys playing for clubs uh, like a spy. He can see uh, what is the development. These guys, their names are Julian Brandt, Timo Werner of Leipzig, for example, and uh, Julian Weigel from Borussia Dortmund. They're born between 1995 and 1997, yeah. and um, they're just at the starting point of their career, but they play uh, in, in the Champions League, did this experience, and so, of course, Premier League clubs are interested in these guys, and they are in a competition with Bayern Munich and um, yeah the first step the first best step for them would be Bayern Munich but you could see that um, at Leroy Sané 
um, money is calling and they can make more money in the Premier League than they could do uh, at Bayern Munich. So um, during this week, I will talk to um, Karl-Heinz Rummeninger. He's the CEO of Bayern Munich about these uh, uh, players. And um, they say at Bayern Munich, when we want these players that will come to us, they already hired Rudi and um, Zule, another great player from Hoffenheim, because they have to change this generation. The Bayern Munich team is very old um, and they want to replace, for example, Robin Ribéry and other guys over the next years. And so they will invest a lot of money, as the Premier League would do, to get these players. So Premier League clubs are in competition with uh, Bayern Munich, but the advantage of uh, Manchester City is that Pep Guardiola already knows these players and what he can expect from them. So it will be a funny summer for uh, for both sides of the... Interesting. I, I was going to ask you, I mean, I suppose it's an obvious answer to an obvious question, but do you think that the fact that Zane has developed in the way that he has under Guardiola will maybe, um, in terms of going up directly against Bayern Munich for a player... Does it maybe put Man City in a position where historically if the player, a German player, would always choose Bayern over an English club in this particular moment with Man City and with Guardiola, uh, is there? A, do you feel there's a maybe a stronger possibility than normal that City can hijack a deal for somebody like Henriks? Even before the Sané deal, Guardiola has the reputation in Germany that he can improve every player, that every player get new skills and new weapons on the field after working with Pep Guardiola. And Zane is just another confirmation for this reputation. He uh, proves that he can, um, uh, uh, that he is really interested in players when he wants to hire them, hires them, and that they can uh, improve these players. So, uh, yes, Zani is a kind of role model for the young players. They talk about Pep Guardiola at the national team. And when Manchester City is really interested in one of these young guys, they would ask Zane, how is it to work at, uh, in Manchester? Can you live there? Is it a good club? How is it, are the training sessions? And Zane, of course, would say, it's the best decision you can make. Go to Pep Guardiola and improve your skills. And um, yes, that's what I mean. It's a, it's a great competition between Bayern Munich and Pep Guardiola about these young players. Wonderful. Um, so you you touched upon Julian Weigel from, from Dortmund before. <clears throat> I wanted to ask you both about Julian, but also about Dortmund in general this summer. Um, because they're kind of a, they're a strange club for us, certainly for me, looking at them from the outside, because on the one hand, they are that they're, they're amazing in terms of their scouting and, and picking up players for what immediately feels like a cheap price. So Usman Dembele, for example, already looks a bargain. Uh, Obama Yang looks like he's an 80, 90 million euro player, and they certainly didn't pay that for him. Uh, but moving into this summer, firstly... Your own personal gut feeling, do you think that there's any possibility that Dortmund will sell Weigel this summer? Borussia Dortmund has a clear strategy. They say we cannot afford um, players who are ready to play on the highest level. We have to make a judgment on their improvements. So they hire very young players. It's the youngest team ever 
uh, a place for, for Borussia Dortmund. And Jürgen Weigel is um, the guy um, who gives a face to this young team. He was hired from the second German league in uh, where he was captain of Zestig um, Munich. And then he's um, um, the key player of this Borussia Dortmund. He defines the speed and uh, the kind of attacking to bring Aubameyang into position for scoring goals. And you cannot believe that this guy is just 21 years old and um, they, sign, they expand his contract uh, um, until 2021, I guess. And so this is an amazing team. Yeah. But because they're so young, they do a lot of mistakes, of course. And you can see that. In the Champions League, they even uh, um, kept distance to Real Madrid and took first place uh, in the group. But then they lost against um, the uh, Darmstadt 98, who was on the last place in the Bundesliga. Uh -huh. yeah. so, and this is a result of this inexperience uh, in, in, this, um, in this team. But um, they know that, and they just need to get to the Champions League to get the money and to improve uh, um, uh, the team and um, to create an environment that Young says, I want to stay at, um, at Borussia Dortmund. He wants to play uh, Champions League, um, of course. And so in this environment, uh, Borussia Dortmund will get the results one year or two years from now, not at the moment. So that's, uh, that's uh, um, uh, the situation. And so you, you can see the strategy they um, bought another young player, Dahoud from Borussia Mönchengladbach, who also uh, already played uh, Champions League, to um, yeah, to bring more and more skills uh, uh, to the team. Will be this strategy successful? I don't know, but I think they do a great job to um, um, yeah to be on the top of the of the Bundesliga. Um, to gain money when they sell these players uh, later on. And um, so, yes, you can try to get uh, Weigel, but at the moment they want to keep this team together and hope that players like Royce are not injured in so many times as they uh, were injured in the, in the past. So um, you can expect more things to come from, from Borussia Dortmund. Okay. I hope answer your question. So in terms of so what what you feel is really that they will try to keep the the core of that team together this season that, uh, this summer. So you think they'll try and keep Obama Young and Weigel and um, yes, the crucial the crucial point will be will Obama Young stay at Borussia Dortmund? Um, they have some issues with him. He's a he's a player like Ronaldo in in Real Madrid. Uh, extroverted and uh, doing some strange things on the field. For example, uh, he scored on Schalke uh, on Saturday and then uh, he um, put on a mask ah, yes, yes. for Nike and now there are big discussions uh, in Dortmund. How can he do this? And uh, yes, and they have to talk to about him and to feel him good. You know, sometimes he, he wears some strange clothes. Yeah. He's a star. He's a star player. And normally, um, such a team like uh, Borussia Dortmund or the 
the, the people in, in Dortmund, um, uh, they're different from that. But they love Aubameyang. He scored 24 goals right now in 26 uh, games in the Bundesliga. It's incredible. He's as good as Lewandowski is at Bayern Munich. So, but you have to suffer this kind of player in your team. And um, but if uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, plays Champions League, he will stay, I guess, this season. Okay. And also, there was. Um, it feels as though there's been an uneasy relationship between Thomas Tuchel and maybe some of the Dortmund supporters. Uh, and there were some rumours that maybe he would look to move on this summer. Do you think that he will stay at Dortmund this summer? Um, there were some rumours that he would replace Arsene Wenger at Arsenal. Yeah. Because this kind of football, as a Wenger um, let's play, is the same um, Tuchel does uh, at Borussia Dortmund. He's a, sometimes he's a strange guy, but he's successful because he improves the team. And his future depends on the place he will finish uh, the season. Um, when Borussia Dortmund um, gets to the Champions League, everything is fine. So he uh, should take at least uh, place three behind Bayern Munich and RB Leipzig, then everything will be fine. If not, after season, they will have some talks about the uh, contract. Uh, the contract will expand next year. But uh, is he the right man for Borussia Dortmund? Uh, I think he can be. Sometimes he should be a little bit more approachable yeah. to the fans and to the media. At least he's he's a nice guy and his he has a very young team, but the expectations at Borussia Dortmund are high and he has to meet uh, the goals. Of course, he, that's a it's a big club. It's the second largest club in Germany. You have some expansion, expectations to to get to the Champions League and he has to live, to deliver. That's that's the point. And if he cannot deliver, um, there will be discussions about his future, of course. And um, then he's a man for the Premier League, I guess. Um, when I heard that rumor that he could be could replace uh, Arsene Wenger, I thought, okay, that would fit. That was my opinion. Yeah, wonderful. Um, listen, Pitt, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me this morning. And we will for sure speak again as we get closer to the summer and it becomes more clear which players in the German market city are indeed targeting. So yeah, thank you very much. 